Welcome. You're listening to the Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. Join our epic pro staff around the Sonic Campfire for stories and adventures from our eastern mountains to the Chesapeake Salt. Let our highs and lows inspire you to take to the outdoors. Hey guys, this is Will from the Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. I'm here with Kyle and Phil, um, the Good blind evening. shaman. Howdy. Evening, everyone. Kylo, how are you? I'm well. How are you guys? <laughs> I'm tired, but uh, but had a you know just over over the moon with this uh, great American outdoor show we have in our backyard in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, just to, just to, we broke this show here down into, uh, we turned it into a fishing podcast and we're, we're live on the floor with a, a bunch of different, uh, scenarios. We got outfitters and fishing outfitters. We have, uh, boats and, uh, fly rod, well, uh, lures, lures. Yeah. And, uh, one of the cool things that, um, was that we have Sean, uh, one you know our resident fly man, uh, time flies and and this and that. His expertise shines through in this episode, and we have uh, Stevie, our cast master, and uh, doing the bulk of the the heavy lifting on this episode. We they let us talk every once in a while, but well, we have to do the intro just to get it get some mic time today. Will I mean those guys were all over. <laughs> I feel like we're doing it behind their back. Exactly. <laughs> just, just don't tell them. Don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's definitely, you can tell it's their thing. They light up, and uh, we're lucky to have them on the team. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, so you, would you guys have anything to say about this show so far? Uh, uh, is, there, is there enough days, Will? You guys told me there was going to be a lot, but I don't know if, if ten days if a fella can nine get day, yeah no nah, they need they yeah they, it's so much it's so big it's amazing it's everything yeah, you I want mean, I, that's good well yeah no it's I'm just saying it's everything you want in in the outdoors uh, even yeah. if you don't hunt and fish will you can be you could be a camping enthusiast a dog walker. Uh, I mean, if it's done in the outdoors, you're going to find something there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And the, the awesome thing, like, from what I found is it's like when you actually go around and talk to a lot of these businesses and these outfitters, I mean, you get so much more backstory than, I mean, and it gives you, it really gives you an inside look to the industry and just how, how things operate. And I mean, I know for me, it, it, opened my eyes to a lot that I never really even thought about for these yeah. outfitters or for these businesses. And I mean, oh, and you can hopefully get a, we can, yeah, you get a sense that, th that this show is, you know, is the lifeblood of some of these guys. They go full bore for nine days and uh, yep. they're not always telling the same story uh, over and over again. You know, it's there. You can tell they live it and love it. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully our listeners uh, can get that experience from listening to this that, uh, you know, we can try and provide to you guys that, you know, maybe you're too timid to approach one of the outfitters or 
you just kind of go to the show looking for some good deals. We're kind of giving you the whole new perspective on what really goes on at these shows and what, what these guys are looking for. It's awesome. So guys, without further ado, we're going to get you down to the show floor and, uh, yeah, let you, uh, get hooked up here in the great American outdoor show 2017. Hey, it's uncle catfish. We're down here with Rutten river pursuits and we're talking to Ken from, uh, Roberts Marina. You can see it on the sign here. And uh, we're in the boat hall at the Great American Outdoor Show. I came down specifically to talk about this boat, but there's something bigger going on. Ken's been down here for years. How long have you been at the show, Ken? Since uh, 1998. Yeah, it's wow. been a while. And you've been in the boat hall for the most of it. Correct. Yeah, super avid bass fisherman. Likes, loved to, loves to fish for bass tournaments. Um, if there's a guy out there that actually loves just fishing for the love of fishing, it would be Ken. Tell me more about the boat shop and what you brought in here to the Great American Outdoor Show. Okay, uh, this particular boat right here is very unique. Uh, we're the only dealer uh, east of Colorado that uh, carries this model. Wow. The, the Thunderjet. Wow. East of Colorado. Yes. Just you guys. Yes. Now, I did talk to an outfitter that has one of these. He runs it up on the Snake River. And you're, you're local, yeah. basically, to this, Well, Robbins right? Marine, the main store, is up in Milton, Pennsylvania, straight across the river from Lewisburg. But I'm a satellite store for them, and I'm right down here at Goldsboro, which is straight across from Three Mile Island. So if you want a Thunderjet anywhere east of Colorado, you got to come to you. Yeah. Correct. That's and that's amazing. the thing. If people that know me and have listened to us and watched us for the last 10 years knows that this, these boats of all I look at out west, the yeah. out west Oregon, Washington boats, the river jet boats are, that's where it's at. That's, You've been talking about them. I remember. Oh, and, and now them. there's one. I'm standing it's, next to it. There's one sitting here. Yeah. And if I know you guys can't see it on the video, and the guys out there listening, I'm standing next to this, and it has weld candy all over it. This thing <laughs> is built like a solid tank. It is. And they it come is. with they come with V6 truck engines. They they it's, come with. Uh, uh, it's a GM V6 Vortex. Yeah. This is a 4.3 liter, um, but they're also available with a 350 GM well, Sammy V8. be all over that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and we do have one of them in stock. A 350. That's the Bulldog version. Of this boat here. Correct. Yeah. And it's, it's a walk-through windshield, almost Alaskan-style Alaskan jet boat, canopy, covers, custom cover, uh, it's got the zipper uh, zipper shield coming down the back to fish in the wintertime. I'd imagine for upgrades on it, you could get air ride seats, heaters. I mean, There's they come with all kinds multiple, of things. multiple, multiple uh, accessories, options. And uh, they do some custom customizing also. So if you want something that's not on their option list, it, it may be available for them to build it for you. Sure. And, and people can come order this through you. Come see this boat. Come see other boats, and actually order one the color they like. And you can have it shipped to you now. Correct. Correct. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, correct. Uh, what makes Thunderjet so special? Well, in this area, it's like he said. If, if you have to see it, it's very, very unique. Most of the boats around here aren't quite as heavy as this, as far as as far as. Uh, how beefy you can see sure, how yeah, I mean, beefy this yeah. boat we're is. used to fiberglass you know yeah, the bottom well, thickness of this boat is pretty is pretty uh this one here has the optional the it, it's called a delta pad mm -hmm. in the back it's a quarter inch thick yeah aluminum compared to the other boats that are out there right now yeah 
And we're running the Susquehanna River here in Pennsylvania. I mean, we're smashing rocks. Yeah. We have friends here. We have guides here that are friends of ours that have sunk boats, not mentioning any names. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it happens. I mean, a lot of guys really bust their boats up in this river, and these things were designed to run up and down the river. So, so what I can ex- say to people is if you watch – like a lot of them Alaskan shows, yeah, yeah. you'll see boats like this. Yeah. I, it's funny because I do watch those Alaskan yep. uh, reality TV, and, and the guy just built one uh, similar. To, I thought exactly like this. When you said weld candy, it was yeah. uh, But the, this boat is, is built in Washington State. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Then. Kyle, Kyle's here with us, and I tell you what, this is finally – a man-sized boat <laughs> built yeah. for a man. And, and for our listeners, I mean, I'm, I'm knocking on this thing. I'm feeling it. it it's not your your daddy's John boat. It is own. a tank. This thing is thick and beefy. And they um, they have made every aspect of it. You know, yeah, you yeah. you have to come see it it's for yourself. Right. Get down here to the Great American Outdoor Show. Come see Ken at, at Robbins Marina. You look for the big uh, red Yamaha tent. Tell Mar two sent you. Not only do we have this boat here from Ken, though, you have other boats here. You have other boats at your oh, shop. Yes. I mean, he. Yes. not only that, but they do – you guys do maintenance at your shop. Yes. You fix boats. Yes. And uh, years ago, before I even knew Ken, I actually had a problem with an old Johnson motor of mine that was on one of my boats. And I knew that it had something to do with the starter, and I couldn't figure it out. And I actually called up there. And I don't remember back – it was a long time ago. I don't remember if it Ken – or somebody, but they actually really helped me out and actually talked me through it right over the phone to fix it up. So if you guys have problems, get up here, see these guys. They have new – do you guys – you have used boats on your lot sometimes? You have, have trade-ins every now have, and again? We have used boats. We sell Triton, fiberglass, aluminum. We sell Ranger, fiberglass, aluminum. We sell uh, Lund. Yeah. And, and there's some nice Lund boats out there, too. you got a couple sitting here. Yeah, and a Lumacraft, uh, a lot of Lumacrafts we sell for the river with yeah. outboard jets on them. Right, exactly. And you got it all. In our area, jet, the jet outboard or the inboard is the way to go. And don't get us wrong, there's nothing wrong with all these other boat companies. But this this is like two boats kind of squeezed together in a it's mold. It's unique, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's very cool. And uh, I'm looking forward to one day running it up the river with Ken whenever he buys himself one. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Oh, by the way, that's one thing I got to point out to everybody. Uh, this, because of the uniqueness of this boat, they are very expensive. Sure. They uh, are. And out west, it's, it's not because it's here in the East Coast. It's, they're this expensive out west. The guys are buying them. That's what they pay for you, a good boat. You're you know, serious. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. you get what you pay for. Exactly. This is a lot of boat. And if you see it for yourself, this is a lot of boat for the money. And uh, it's one that's going to last a lifetime. I mean, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Just when you get down here, make sure from me, tell Ken Catfish said to lift the hood up to see the engine. Because <laughs> the engine's extremely impressive. And plus, the hood's really heavy. So I like to see Ken have to lift <laughs> it up every day. So, But anyhow, Ken, we appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks, Ken. Yeah, thanks a lot, Ken. We're in the boat hall. Thank you. Get nice down here and check nice them out, guys. Ken. Hey everybody, Sean Holsinger here again with uh, Rutten River Pursuits. We're down here at the sports show in the fishing hall right now. We're at booth 2202 with Skip Storch. We from, finally made it to this fishing hall, We finally didn't we? made it, yeah. It's we've been a long stuck day. in well, the Well, it took you guys a long, a long time. time. Steve, Sean, it took you forever to get here. I see your <laughs> Sorry, shoes are all Skip. worn out. Yeah. Yes, they are. My knees are killing me. 
Mm-hmm. We're here, Skip. You have shoe fly rods, and uh, I can vouch for you on them. I fish them a, a fair amount. Uh, we use that's actually what we use when we go to New York on our salmon fishing trip. Oh, there we you use go. For them. Great rods. I spent a lot of years up there at the Portly Angler, and I learned a lot about rods, reels, what makes a good rod, what makes a, a bad rod, and and over the years been able to develop a really very good rod at a very reasonable price. Right. That's a, that's a big selling point on your rods. They're very affordable for the average fly fisherman. It's a, it's a great package. Yep. No snob appeal added. Yep. How'd you get started in uh, this business? Well, I couldn't make it in the corporate world, <laughs> and I just couldn't take bosses. Uh, so I'm my own best boss. I've always been that individual, that person that just does his own thing out in the wilderness. And basically, I just had to survive, so I just kept on working and learning and working and learning and putting things together and just making it happen because I'd hate to work for somebody else. So (laughs) I always say if I wanted to work for an idiot, I'd work for myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So what what do you have to offer here at the show today? What do you got going on? This is my annual clearance sale. I have discontinued models. For example, like a a good rod for the Salmon River is a a nine-foot, eight-weight, two-piece. I'm offering that with a reel. Usually goes for about $300 retail. We're offering it at the show for $130. That's for the rod, lifetime warranty, sleeve, the tube, the reel. It's a hell of a deal. So, so talk about the lifetime warranty. Would you, how, how does that work? So well, if I'm you know, out walking I, around, I trip over it or whatever? Well, you trip over it, you lose the top section. Uh, what you do is we wanted to make it green because it's kind of ridiculous for people to send it back in the mail and then us to send it back there. Yeah. All they have to do is just take a picture and, you know, and just send it to us and uh, just give us uh, their story, what happened. It doesn't really matter, but uh, we just like to hear it anyway. And then what we do is just based on their word, 25 bucks, we just send you a new tip. Wow. If you break the whole rod, step on it, car door, whatever, again, just call us up. We'll send you a whole new rod. In the sleeve, no new tube, 50 bucks. There you go. Wow. Based on your word, that's it. Yeah, that's a, that's a good warranty nowadays in the fishing market. That's, a, that's a yeah. really fair. Yeah, I hate to see when the guys, they have a problem and they have to call up, um, and then they have to ship it back. They have to get a returned authorization number, and it takes them four or five months to get it back. Yeah, right. You know, basically, um, they can go up. Let's say they bought a salmon outfit. Uh, they can always go into Fat Nancy's and just trade her out right there. Yeah, we um, at the shop, we actually build some of our rods on your blanks. And uh, I'll tell you what, we can't keep the six-and-a-half-foot three-weight oh, in the shop. Oh, what a sweet rod. As soon as we build, I fish that a lot. We have a lot of small streams mm-hmm. in my area, little Class A trout water, and that's so fun to, yeah. to catch fish on that. Yeah, I use that uh, with one-pound test tippet. I use little uh, owl rats on those. Yeah. Oh, what a great fly. Love it. Go up to Resica Falls. I fish it all the time at the base okay. of the falls. You can't even see the fish hit it, you know. But that <laughs> rod just picks it up, and all of a sudden you got a nice little, you know, trout on the end of the yep. line. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. You got any interesting uh, fly fishing stories you can share with us? No, no. No? No, no, no. No interesting. No, no. You seem I'm, like a guy with not, a lot of good stories. I got a lot of stories. <laughs> <laughs> or I do have an interesting one time a guy came in the store. He goes, he was a one-armed fisherman. He, I said, uh, he said he caught a big fish. I said, how big was it? That big. <laughs> I guess you got to see it. Yeah, you got to see that one to get it. But we enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, 
Well, good seeing you here again, oh, Skip. Always, uh, I'm always sure I'll catch you at some other shows here yep. this year. Yeah. But Steve, uh, Sean, great to see you guys. How Thanks. can people uh, get in touch with you? Shoefly.com, skipstorch.com, whatever. Just look us up. We're out there. We're all over the place. S-H-U-F-L-Y. Bingo. All right, Sean, how about you? How can people get in touch with you? Wholesingersflyshop.com and wholesingersguideservice.com. Awesome. Great, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Good afternoon. This is Uncle Buck. Blind Shaman here, coming at you day five of the Great American Outdoor Show. I'm here with Sean Holsinger from our uh, Rutten River Pro staff, and we're standing here in uh, in the uh, booth here with Matt Trombley out of upstate New York, I believe. Actually, I live in uh, Vermont area, but okay, I got right, Charter Vermont. in Vermont and New York, fellas. All right. All right. Um, just to, some background. Uh, met Matt last night. He's a uh, uh, soon-to-be-retired firefighter. We're going to try to help him get retired a, a couple of years <laughs> earlier there you go. so he can get yep. get into the fun business. And tell us, what is your business, Matt? Well, guys, as you said, I'm a career firefighter by trade. I've been in the fire service almost 30 years, 20 years with the city of Burlington Fire Department. But uh, I've been an avid outdoorsman my whole life, and I'm a licensed U.S. Coast Guard uh, charter captain. I run trips on Lake Champlain, uh, Lake Ontario, the Hudson River, and the Salmon River. So I've got opportunities for people uh, year-round virtually. We guide and charter year-round. Right, nice. Uh what do you what what do you like to fish for the most when you go? Well, you know, everybody asks me that question, and, and obviously different times of the year we've got different fisheries that we can work on. There's nothing like hooking up steelhead in the Salmon River, no. and of course the Salmon <laughs> River is so well known. It's a world-class fishery. Uh, catching steelhead on light tackle is the epitome of fun to me, but, you know, catching a 30-pound king in Lake Ontario or getting a smallie on six-pound test, they've all got their fun. Now... Now, you were saying about the Salmon River, you use drift boats up there? Yeah, yeah, we sure do. So, um, obviously, a lot of people know the Salmon River is well known for the uh, Chinooks fishery kings. Right. Um, you know, they spawn in the uh, late fall. Usually, right. they're coming uh, September into the October, Salmon River in October. October yep. So, we can run the drift boats. Obviously, water flow is our key thing. Last fall was kind of tough with water flow. but Yes, we'll, it was this year. Yeah, yeah, it was tough on us. Mother Nature was feast or famine. We didn't have a lot of water in the fall. Now, we got plenty of it out there yep. with snow. We transitioned from the Chinooks into the steel in the wintertime. Right. That's one thing I have yet to do is a drift boat fishing trip, so we might have to look you up on that. I, 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 we fish 18 mile in Oak Orchard every year, sure, and we, sure. we fish that a lot. Well, you ain't getting a drift boat on there, but but uh, no, I, I fished out west and everything, and I've, I've been around the drift boats, but I've never fished one, so I want to give that a try. Well, it's certainly one way to try something totally different that a lot of folks on the East Coast, if they've never done one, they're very popular out on the West Coast. They are, yes. But uh, the Salmon River is one of only three rivers on the East Coast virtually. There's a few up in Maine for smallmouth, and you've got the Delaware here. But uh, only place you can do steelhead by drift boat. You yes. Know? And so yep. we've, we've got roughly uh, 12 to 14 miles of river. Not all of it's driftable depending on water flows. Right. But. But uh, you're here with what is Mac Daddy Lures, right? Yeah, yeah. The uh, Daddy Mac Lure line came on board in the last four to five years. It was designed uh, by Dennis McDonald and Jack Holton. They're from Abington, Massachusetts, uh, commercial and charter captains that run out of the Cape Cod region. They started designing lures saying, you know what, we're commercial fishermen. We're getting sick of breaking lures. We got to make something that's a little improved, a little better. And that saltwater line has now transversed into freshwater opportunities as well. And they asked me to uh, try and uh, take some interest in picking up some shows last fall. And here I am. We're uh, only one of three freshwater captains that are offering their products now. Uh, I've got a lot of saltwater captains on the East Coast are running their products. But I've got the Vermont New York region to use their products and try and promote them. Very nice looking lures. And you have a, a display tank here that shows 
the the action of the lure to let everybody know um, describe the lure a little bit for us yeah we're, we're obviously well known in the swim bait market and we've got uh, lines of diamond jigs soft plastics you name it but we put an, an aquarium jet pump inside the aquarium here and, and run the lure there's no better way to show the pure action of these lures people get to see it firsthand they're a Kevlar, inner Kevlar jointed bait, 75-pound uh, weight rating. They hold up very well. Uh, we do laser printing with our paint on them, and we use all quality to, uh, VMC hooks. They're, they're a top-quality bait that's going to hold up well. Um, everything from smallmouth, largemouth, musk, uh, muskies, pike, bass, and, of course, in the saltwater fishery, stripers and blues and anything else that swims out there. Right. Now, the, uh, the colors and stuff, the, the laser printing, like you said, on it, uh, there's some here that look like snakes and eels and stuff, and just the color, that the detail that goes into the color is really nice. And I'm looking at your sunfish over there, and it just looks like a literal sunfish, except with slices in it for the articulation to give it the sure, action. Sure, No, the guys really put a lot of thought into how they design the lures, and not only having a competitive lure on the market, but a, a lure that's going to catch fish. And right. that's uh, been our main goal is to offer products, and we continue to have new patterns come out this year. The uh, pickerel pattern's new for us this year. The coral with our eels is new this year. And uh, we've got some new ones that are uh, under the drawing board right now. We've got a line coming out for striped bass fishermen that troll the Hudson River. And uh, a lot of my fellow brethren on the Hudson River are going to be tickled to see what we're going to have to offer coming this spring. Ooh, catfish didn't see that. That looks like a spook almost down there on the sure bottom. Sure does. Yes, yeah, we've does. got topwater baits as well. Um, and as I tell people, we've got another full line of lures, a, a saltwater line that I don't even have here at the show that you can check out on our website. That's good. Well, why don't you tell us where yeah. we can find you at? Sure. Yeah, obviously, everybody knows social media is huge. DaddyMacLures.com. Uh, we've got a YouTube channel. We've got a uh, Facebook page, huge on Instagram. Um, the guys are awesome with videography, and i got to give a shout-out to the crew from Get Bent TV. They're the guys that did our photography and our video for us. They did uh, some awesome drone footage along with some underwater GoPro. You can't prove any better and get a chance to see those lures in action underwater. That's cool. Wow, man. Hey, if I, if I want to schedule a, or book a trip with you, how, how do I get a hold of you as a, as a guide and the captain. Well, obviously this time of year is huge for us doing sportsman shows. I'm on weekend number five straight right now and <laughs> a lot of swapping shifts to make it all happen at work. But uh, I have two websites myself. ThirdAlarmCharters.com covers everything that I offer year round. But I also have a new website just went live literally six weeks ago. ChamplainFishingCharters.com and that's just my Champlain business. Very nice. Well, it was good to meet you here at the show and good to get to talk to you. Fellas, uh, great meeting you. Thank you so much for stopping by. Not a Thanks problem. Thanks for your time. Yep. We appreciate it, Matt. Guys, you got it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Sean Holsinger here from uh, Rotten River Pursuits down at the sports show in Harrisburg right now. Um, today we're here talking with Captain Tim Meter from Lots of Limits Charter and also A.J. Barry. Uh, they're charter boat captains out of Lake Ontario up around Henderson Harbor. Um, I used to go up to Henderson Harbor for years. I used to love that country. I used to look forward every year to being up there. It's just nice and laid back. It's yeah. a beautiful country up there. It's gorgeous. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your about your charter? Well, we've been in business for 22 years now. We're full-time guys. We run a full-service lodge. We are the only all-inclusive lodge on Lake Ontario. Not only do we take your fishing, we supply all the tackle, the gear, we have some of the finest lodging available. It's uh, built five years ago. And we also feed you breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And uh, nice. I'm a gourmet chef to boot. What? <laughs> so not only do we take you fishing, but we make you fat and happy. That's right. <laughs> 
Just bring your own beer, guys. That's it. Oh, can do. Can do. Lake Ontario is a wonderful fishery uh, for you know, salmon and, and all. The beautiful part about us and where we are, we actually have the most diverse fishery in all of Lake Ontario. Yeah. It's called the Golden Crescent. There's a lot of uh, freshwater bays. We've actually got Chameau Bay. We fish walleyes out of a lot. That's the largest freshwater bay in the world. Um, we also have got Guffins Bay, Black River Bay. All those walleyes go up into those small streams to spawn. They come back. We catch them. That's the whole idea. <laughs> wow. You catch um, them, you eat them. It's not just walleyes, though, okay? We've got brown trout, walleye, northern pike, pickerel. We do salmon, lake trout, steelhead. There's yeah. everything in just that one small area. That's what we pride ourselves on is the fact that we can catch all different kinds of fish. Yeah. Now, wow. now is that area as good a lake trout as fishery as it used it to is, be? It's amazing. It's amazing. It's it, not a question. If you're going to get your living lake trout every day, it's how fast you catch them. Yeah. And really. on an average day last year, our clients were limited out on an hour to an hour and a half every day and talking fish some over 20 pounds. Wow. Yeah, I remember when I used to go up there. Now, we're talking back in the 90s. Uh, the guy I used Don't to go date up. date yourself. Yeah, well, I'm getting <laughs> old now. But uh, the guy I used to fish with, we would always want to catch kings, but the lake trout were easy. And if we didn't catch anything, start bouncing the bottom for the lake trouts. That is a nice thing about our fishery that we have up there is we always have a backup plan. Yep. If one one species doesn't want to cooperate that day or that at that moment we're going to move on to something else and what that means at the end of the day is more fish in your cooler right and tired arms and tired arms yes <laughs> <laughs> that's very important now you you guys also do some fishing on pulaski on the salmon river you do yeah we do uh pulaski the salmon river we fish out of drift boats we also fish uh black black river we fish a lot of the local tributaries some of the secret honey holes that nobody okay. knows about I've grown up there. I've fished him my whole life. He's been doing it for 20-plus years. Um, we can run miles and miles of river and the Salmon River, though, on a drift boat. Right. Our drift boats are heated. Again, we supply all the tackle and everything. If we're fishing, uh, say, November for steelhead or April for steelhead and we get a cold, rainy day, we're going to keep you warm. We're going to cook you a hot lunch while you're out there. And we can float miles and miles so we can get away from those crowds that the Salmon River is so well-known for. Sure. Right. We can stay away from those people and we can get you onto some fish. And now with the drift boats, are you in and out of the boat while you're fishing? Sometimes, yes. Yep. Okay. We use it as a taxi. Yep. Depending on what section of the river or river we're fishing that day, we use it as a taxi to take us anywhere from five to six miles. Right. Is each section. Some some days we do two sections, might be 12 miles. Uh, but it's a great way to, to use it as a taxi to go from spot to spot to spot and right. actually get out and cast and catch fish and jump in the boat and move on to the next spot. Right. And sometimes we fish in the boat, too. We, we fish areas that you can't reach from shore with the boat. It just gives you, again, just more opportunity. Right. And no tired legs from hiking. Right. That's the that's the fun part. Both the places I fish there, you can walk down a pretty steep bank. Oh, yeah, you, you, <laughs> to you get do. in and out of that. It's tough no sometimes, no doubt. Yes. Um, like we were saying earlier, I spent a lot of summers up in uh, Henderson Harbor visiting an old friend of mine. and. It, just the atmosphere up there, it's, it reminds me a lot of Colorado whenever you go out there hunting. What, for instance, when I was out there hunting, I killed an elk, and I told the guy, I said, hey, I got an elk up here. And he's like, ah, if we don't get it today, we'll get it tomorrow. And, right, right. and that was the laid-back atmosphere that I always liked about being up there. I always enjoyed spending time around Henderson. It's, it's a place that all fishermen dream <laughs> of going because it really is when you go there, it does take you back and back. 
back to small town America too. It's exactly. The, it really the little, is. Yeah. You know the little family-owned diner and yep, all exactly. that kind of as stuff. Yeah. Exactly. As I as I as I describe it, it's a very tiny town with a big fishing problem. Yep. It is. <laughs> it it relies cool. on the fishing. It's a beautiful place up there. Yeah. It's really small, quaint, quiet, beautiful. A lot of sailboats. A lot of scenery. Um, we've got some areas like the trench has got beautiful scenery, very, very tall, high rock walls on the right. lake and everything like yep. that. Just uh, we've got a couple of lighthouses, Stony Point Lighthouse, that's a nice scenic view. We've got the Galoo Island Lighthouse as well. Just more stuff to see, but at the same time, you're seeing all those beautiful sights and you're catching some beautiful fish right, right at it. Wonderful. Yep. Guys, thank you so much for having us here. What's it, where can they find you on the, on the internet? Well, you can look us up under www.lotsalimits.com. The letter A, limits.com. Yes, lots, like lots of limits of fish. <laughs> okay, that's where that comes from. Lots of limits. That's wonderful. Lots of limits. Yeah, yeah. Dot com. And you also look us up on Facebook under Lots of Limits page. We have uh, many reviews that our customers put on there themselves. Good. So if you're out here at the sports show this week, uh, stop down the Al-2400 of the sports show in the fishing hall on the end right behind the hog trough. Uh, stop in and check and see them out. they got their nice big drift boat here. You'll pick them out real easy. Perfect. Thanks. We're the only one with a drift boat in the building, so you can't miss us. <laughs> <laughs> and we do do drift boat trips. Yes, yes. we do. That's <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. We appreciate Thank you. it. Hey guys, this is Catfish from Rutten River Pursuits. Today, actually of all the booths that we're talking to after the last 10 years of people actually calling me that, Lee Dickerson's here and Glenn, Glenn and Dad. Sorry, Mr. Yes, Dickerson, I gotta call you Dad. I don't call myself Catfish at this booth. These guys are the masters. And as you can see behind us, they have the best fishing in Pennsylvania. They rock the Susquehanna up here. It's their backyard. And this is Outlaw Guide Service. They run two boats out of the Susquehanna. Glenn runs one. Lee runs another one. Glenn, why don't you give me a rundown about what Outlaw Guide Service does for the guys here in the community. Take them fishing. Outlaw Guide Service, basically, we do channel cat trips, which is great for the kids, or the flathead trips for the bigger catfish for the adults. Right. It, we'd have anywhere from bachelor parties, family trips, a little bit of combination, a lot of grandfathers and grandson trips. Yeah. And it's a great time on the boat. You guys were recently on a TV show. Um, uh, Pennsylvania Outdoors. Yeah, and those guys had a blast. So when you guys come out, and these are the only guys in the hall here. If you, What booth is this? 2228. Yeah, 2228. Come down and check them out at the Great American Outdoor Show. Glenn and Lee take you out, and they have a no-catch, no-pay policy, which is probably the only guys in the industry that do that. They're all about making sure you have a good time. And I tell you what, when you go out, even if you would not catch something, I've never been on a funner boat. So when you come down here, they don't just have your normal uh, rigged boats either. Glenn's got a custom boat coming from out west. Lee just had a custom awesome boat built, and you're going to have the best of the equipment that you could possibly have in the industry. What are they looking for? Say I come out here and we go fishing. We actually hook into one of these river monsters. What's a really nice, like, flathead on the Susquehanna? Usually, every trip, we usually at least get one flathead 20 pounds and over. Right. Everybody has different perspective of what size fish is trophy. Absolutely. Uh, personally, a 20-pound catfish is a nice fish. Yeah. You're not going to get no bass anywhere close to 20 pounds. Absolutely not. Is, is the Susquehanna right in this area the only place you guys run? We run anywhere from Sunbury to the Maryland line. To down to the Maryland line? We'll cover every stretch of the river for whatever style catfish 
we're going after. I got you. So is Blue Cats is Blue Cats on the table for you guys? Uh, might be in the future. Yeah, that's what we're looking into. Yeah, and 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 for the guys listening that can't see us, the fish behind us are massive. The blue cats that I've personally caught with them down on the Potomac are big enough to eat your grandma. It's awesome. <laughs> Some of these things are monsters, and they're they're a blast. They're an absolute blast to catch. They have they have flatheads out here right now that we've caught that if with the right tackle. I mean, even an 18-pound flathead, if you've never caught one, is a, is a hell of a fight. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to come out on a boat. What, year, what time of the year do you guys normally do this? Uh, we basically run for March. We'll start for channel cats, and then we'll go into flatheads, usually October. about May. Yeah. And then we'll run both till the end of October. Gotcha. Now, do you guys have, like, a specific place that you meet your clients, like at the boat ramp, or what should they expect if they buy a package down here? What we do is when you book up, we call you seven days prior because every pool is different in the Susquehanna River being divided by dams. Gotcha. So this pool might be seven degrees warmer than this pool, so that means the fishing will be better in this pool. Yeah. Or they might be releasing water from the dam. I got you. So the ramps always vary. I got you. So if somebody comes down to meet you and they drop you off at the end of the night, everybody's first thing they ask all these guys in the outfitters is, We're, you guys are catching release. Yes. For the, for the main part. Yeah, if people yeah. want to keep some, generally 10 pounds and under is the rule. Sure, sure. Yep, because that's one of the first questions that we always get is uh, who lets you keep the catfish? Who lets you keep the stripers? Who lets you do whatever? And uh, so, because that's the first question that we're going to get. And, um, yeah, tell me about your boat real quick because everybody's going to ask me that too. What kind of boat does he have? I just ordered, and actually the guys in Indianapolis right now, I just got the text message from them. From uh, Miracle Marine Jets from yep. Curtis Zubia. That's who built Lee's boat. I got a similar boat, just a different design. I got you. And these these boats are these boats are wicked comfortable too. Because I know Dad. I'm not throwing you out there. Me and Dad's not always the most comfortable people on boats. It can <laughs> it cannot. But they make it comfortable for you. The seats on these boats aren't like. I mean, the ones that we had, the ones that turned around on the Predator, mm-hmm. you guys got you guys got now these fold-out seats on these new boats, don't you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot better than just sitting in your average pedestal fishing seat when yeah. you go out all night. They're going to make you comfortable. You guys allow people to bring food with them, stuff like that? Yep. Yeah, yeah. bring your own stuff? Every trip, every trip is booked. Everything is supplied except for your fishing license, drinks, and snacks. Sure. And do they have, like, a specific time people should, like, think about, like, I'm not going to get back till 12 or... I mean, if we're out there catching fish, if we want to stay out, we'll stay out and catch fish. Right. Even though the trip, the hours might be up. Yeah. If we're on fish, we're going to stay out and catch fish. Yeah, absolutely. You guys need to come down here to, the, to uh, Outlaw Guide Service, the Great American Outdoor Show. Meet Glenn. All right. Lee. Thanks, Dad. All righty, man. Yeah. Come down here and book a trip, guys. I personally know it's amazing. You guys got to get out here and catch some of these monsters. Right in River Pursuits podcast here, back again at the Great American Outdoor Show with Steve from the Yellow Creek Trout Company. Yellow Creek Trout Club, sorry about that, booth 2702 in the fishing hall at the outdoor show, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. How you doing, Steve? Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, it's a great week for everyone that's in the outdoors and uh, for Yellow Creek. It's our fourth year here, um, trying to promote our business, uh, trying to make it work, yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. hustling. That's yeah, great. I've been I've been talking to the guys here for a while now, trying to get them to 
get together and come. Uh, you offer a special here at the at the pack, a special package at the show. Um, you guys got what two lodge, two cabins two, on the stream? Two cabins. Uh, one we call it the lower cabin. It's on the lower side of the hill. It's an A-frame style cabin. Uh, four bedrooms, queen size beds, uh, sectional couch, plus a pull-out couch in the loft. Nice. Uh, all the amenities are there, you know, satellite TV, electricity, hot water, take a shower. Sounds like home. Yeah. yeah. Kick, kick back, relax after a hard day on the water. Yeah. And then we also have an upper cab. It's more updated, uh, built about 15 years ago. It's a little smaller, uh, two bunk bedrooms and then a full-size bed. Satellite TV, hot water, everything's there. Now, I'm a, I actually am a fly fishing guide in, like, around the Altoona area, okay. and uh, I fish Yellow Creek, Bedford County. Correct. <laughs> and I hear and that at this that show. Common, common mistake. You're in Bedford. You're yeah. in Indian County. So, yeah. yeah. You have to educate everybody. I, I get that through. all the time. Now, where are you at? And I was like, I'm fishing the Bedford County one. <laughs> yep. But that's a that's one of the things that I deal with on the same stretch, too. But, um, no, you guys, uh, this is a special section of water that you guys regulate and manage and take Correct. care of? Correct. This is our 22nd season, and everybody looks wow. at me like, when did you start when you Dang. were 10? I'm like, no, I got the fountain of youth. I have spring water I drink, so I kind of look younger, but yeah, I've been doing it half my life, and uh, it's going well. I mean, it, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, neither yeah. was Yellow Creek Trout Club. It's sure. always a work in progress. You're dealing with Mother Nature, you know, trees falling down oh, in no the doubt. stream. You know, she can rain, or she doesn't rain. Yep. You know, so it's It's... That's just the way it is. I yeah. mean, and that's the fishing industry. Yeah, it is. And and that's a neat thing that you just said about the tree falling in the stream and stuff. That's one of the things that always always amazed me, how much a stream changes from year to year. Oh, just, my God. Especially floods. Yes. We had a big flood uh, this past December, and it reached six and a half foot high, 2,800 CFS. And most of our dams, we have 15 dams in our section. Okay. They're just a little blip, you know, right. going through. And it's always fascinating. Everybody's like, oh, you're going to lose all your fish. No, they'll move. Right. They're not dumb. They're going to go up onto the side of the banks, hide into the structure. And the way our dams are created, it channels everything into the middle and slows everything down on the sides. What do you think them trotter are doing? They're right. up in sure. the nook and crannies, yep. protecting themselves, and they're fine. But what I'm fascinated, after this flood we had, I won't know until the summer what the uh, dredging out of this high water produced. Right. And it's going to create more habitat, more areas for these fish to hide in the summer months, which is crucial for us because trout are sensitive. You get in the warmer water uh, summer months. It so that's a good thing. Oh, it's a great thing. Yeah. Now, now, do you shut down in the summer months when no, water gets too hard? No, it's a 12-month fishery, and here's why. We, you know, we're hoping we get cooler water. Right. And, uh, you know, the the rain comes through where the trout season can be extended through the summer. We're a tailwater of Yellow Creek State Park. So the game fish that are up there adventure down through. So we got northern pike, which we don't care for because they're a predator fish. Right. But uh, we have walleye, we have smallmouth, we have largemouth, and we have carp. And catching a carp on a fly rod is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, I mean, they call it the poor man's boating fish. Yep. No, no doubt. <laughs> and... I have educated my members, guys, I know you don't want to catch trout in the summer because of what could happen. Right. But you come up with a bigger tackle and catch these carp, you want to leave. I've actually had guys say, start raise, or, uh, buying carp. I'm like, nah, I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> right. But uh, we have a nice population of carp, and it's a 12-month fishery. It really is. Right. Now, if we get the rain in the summer, 
and extend the trial season, that'd be great. But, you know, it's it's a catch-22. You it never know. So this year, did it? Now, the, the Yellow Creek Dam, is that a bottom flow? Is that where you're getting a Well, water? they are required to release so many gallons per day. Okay. And I think it's 5 million. But okay. in relation to CFS, I'm guessing anywhere from 5 to 10 CF is mandatory. Okay. So we're always going to continue to have water come down through. Mother right. Nature is definitely a big contributor to that if right. we get it through the summertime. But we're always going to have water. It coming off the bottom, it can be hit and miss. I mean, we'd like to have it all year round. Right. But you know, this past year they did. It was to clean out the bottom so it wasn't getting all kind of uh, debris underneath and, you know, giving us bad oxygenated water. So, yeah, that's a... Uh I, I know we fished out west there last year, and um, we fished a couple streams out west. We fished the tailwaters of some of the big reservoirs out there, and they mm. were bottom feet. And that, that was, you know, the cool water kept the fishing good all summer long. That was a big big ordeal out there. Yep. Um, but so now you're by the Yellow Creek Lake in Indiana County. Correct. So what town are you by up there? Um, our physical address to the club is Brush Valley, Pennsylvania. So we're surrounded by a bunch of other towns, uh, Indiana, uh, Armagh, Penn Run, Johnstown. So there's a, a bunch of little towns all around it, but we're considered uh, Brush Valley. There's not even a red light in the area, yeah, right. so it's yeah. all stop signs. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Backwoods. So, so what can someone expect if they book a trip uh, uh, with, with you? What, uh, um, well, depending on time of the year, you know. We try to promote winter fishing. I mean, it's phenomenal. A lot of guys, you know, they think winter, oh, they're going to sit home and tie flies and get ready for spring. You're yeah. missing some of the best fishing in, of the year in the wintertime. You know, we have 1.6 miles paved road on the property. I plow it all winter long, so it's maintained wow. correctly. Plus, we salt when it need be places. But as long as you have a little bit of four-wheel drive, good tires, you can fish in the wintertime. It's my favorite. You know, I'm here at the show here in February. And I'm missing time to fish at the creek. It's one of my favorite yeah, times it was of the year. Sixty something degrees. Yeah, and it doesn't that yeah. you know that you know that's just a rare occurrence yeah. where you're getting you know warmer temps in the February month. Yeah. So you said how long your road was? How many miles of stream? Just you under three miles of stream. That's a nice stretch. Of stream. Uh, yeah. Fifteen man-made or you know rock dams that we've created over the years. Uh, Streamside pavilion, um, accessible trails. You know we have bridges also too where you don't have to wade from one side to the other. Nice. Across one of three bridges, there's one right by the, the uh, pavilion, one about 100 yards down, and about another one 100 yards upstream. Uh, how's the fly hatches? Do you have any big fly hatches? Uh, Blackstones will be hatching here any minute. They I've seen it in be. February. Yep. I actually seen a few coming off uh, in January. We had a warm snap. Yeah, I've seen some pictures posted here lately on Facebook about guys yeah. seeing them. So we have that. Uh, caddis year round. Midges year round. Uh, Ice and Nicky's in August. Okay. Uh, March. March Brown, uh, Slate Drakes. Um, Do you get a sulfur hatch? Yeah, sulfur hatch. You get your sulfur yep. good. Yep, and uh, we've had a little bit of a green drake hatch at one time. Oh, but wow. It's not big numbers, but right. a nice size. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're it's always for fun to Freestone see. Creek. We have a, a nice selection of flies. Wow. I yeah, mean, it nice. might not be some of the mountain streams or you know the the limestone streams right. you see in the central part of the state but uh yeah. for freestone creek it's not a bad no, that is good fish. for freestone yeah so of the three miles you see so you have three miles of Correct. maintained stream how many people would typically be fishing on that at any given well time? the weekend we call it the weekend warriors where the guys you know they work for a living during the week and then they'll come out on the weekend you know we could see depending on weather too you know especially in the winter months might get 25 guys. So three, three, three miles of 25 guys. That's my kind of 
Yeah. And I what's interesting, there, on a busy weekend, yeah. say there's 25, 30 guys, I've talked to guys said, I didn't see a soul. Yeah. You know, I fished four hours and didn't see anybody. They had a whole section to themselves and worked their way up and down Creek. Yeah. And the way our members are, they're real respectful. They're not going to come up and bombard you and get elbow to elbow with anybody. They're, they're respectful. They'll walk around you, give you your privacy, your space, and fish, you know, up above or below you. So, so four guys want to book a trip up there. What, what would that run? Well, our show special here at the outdoor show here in Harrisburg, uh, our normal weight's 300 for four. We have it down to 250. So a one-night wow. stay, two days of fishing, four guys is 250 bucks. You wow. split that. Between four guys, sixty-two fifty. Yeah, you can manage. That's pocket it. change. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And That's if you're great. a non-resident to the state, you know you don't have to pay for the non-resident license. It's you know it's no license whatsoever. We're private water. Private water. Wow. Yep. So that's more beer money. That's great. Without buying a, a license. <laughs> so. So the fly fishing you had mentioned earlier, you can fish spinning tackle as long as you. Yeah, crush the bars. spin fishing, uh, like rooster tails, you know, eighth ounce spoon. A lot of guys like using three-inch plugs. That's a, you know an ideal way to fish. Phil's real big on power bait. Can we, can we power bait? The Play-Doh yeah. stuff? No, I'm not. <laughs> I've been accused, but never or ever. Do we have to keep well, that's, that's, that's outlawed. That's, we don't care for that. That's the deer. And, yeah. and, no. I, I still fish power bait from time to time. <laughs> um, cool. The only time I ever fish power bait is usually in the winter through yeah. the ice. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah me too. But, kind of uh, tipping your jig. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, I, I, well, I'm excited about coming and helping you uh, eradicate those predator fish out of your fishery. Well, Amen there, to that. I, I'll there's eat all some the northerns in there. And, yeah. You know, I'll, we I'll, tell members if you can land it, that's the key. Because, you know, when you're fly fish, you're right. not using, yeah. you know, a 20-inch steel leader at the end of your line, <laughs> yeah. you know, throwing a zonker. Right on. So <laughs> <laughs> if you can get it hooked in the mouth and not, you know, up in the roof of its mouth where all the razor-sharp teeth are, you can land it, and a lot of guys, you know, when they do land it, they're they're, they're getting help. So yeah. we've had 30-inch pike landed out of there. Darn. No way. So, but uh, it's interesting. Some of the pike I've seen in there, you know, 16 to 22 little hammer handles, and they'll chase trout. Now our trout average size is 15, 16. Do you think a 20-inch pike would eat that? No, but they will head thrash them. Yes. Grab them and start head shaking, and they'll kill them that way. So, yeah, yeah they're part of the uh, get out of the. Get out of uh, town program. So you guys stock pretty regular there. Every you? month we stock. Other than the July August uh, right. months of the year, when the water's too hard on the fish, too hard on the fish. Uh, so we'll double up. You know, we miss those two months. We'll double up once in the fall, once in the spring to make up for those two months we don't right. stock. But you stocking mostly rainbows. It's browns. a mixture. Um, the hatchery I deal with. You know, there's competition. There, some of their customers they'll say we just want all browns. We want all brooks. I'll take all four. Yeah. You know, we, we have a grand slam. We have the rainbow, we have a brown trout, we have brook trout, and we have a tiger trout. Right. So with right. our members, you can catch all four in the grand slam. And then there's guys like we like to only catch all four, all four over 20 inches. So there's guys that are competitive wow. and think that way. You know, I want to catch all four no matter what size or plus 20. So right. so Phil, Phil and I come up there, we both catch, I don't know. Five, ten fish each. What what would be a typical range at size range at? Well, when I hear guys a typical range, it's all depending on your experience too. Yeah. You know, I have guys like I talked to one of my members last night. He landed thirty-five fish, and to him, that's that's average for him. You yeah. know, where guys are you know beginner and stuff. I can't promise you're going to catch land thirty, but 
if I'm guiding, I guide out there. If I got a lot of guys, I guide. They're beginners, yeah. so I you know practice with them with their skill set, whether they want to fly fish or spin fish or whatever experience they have, and we find a way to catch fish. So right. whatever it takes. Well, these pictures, uh, some pretty nice trout. Yeah, behind you there. Between so. what I collect with my cameras and the members, and with you know cell phones today and social media, download photos. It's real easy to get pictures. Yeah. Hashtag this. Yeah, uh, I collect a lot of photos monthly, believe it or not. So, well, it was good stopping in and talking to you here today. We're gonna get together and book a trip and probably do a podcast while we're up there. Yeah. That'd fishing. be wonderful. So, hey, Sean, um, tell us how we can get a hold of you. While, tell everybody listening how they can find you on the internet. You so. can find me at www.yellowcreektroutinc. That's inc. dot com. And. Right. Uh, you're on Facebook? We're on Facebook and also on Instagram. So right. Instagram, I'm on there constantly, so that'd be a better way to contact me. Sounds good. Check them out on Instagram then. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks for stopping. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Thanks a lot, Steve. Tight lines. You too. Thanks, buddy. Wow, that was awesome. That was an epic show. Guys, we're halfway through the show. I know we're going to be around uh, Friday night, Saturday, Sunday. Um, we'll close it out Sunday. Hopefully it'll be a little bit more low key, and we can send every you know give everybody a nice little send off, tell them thanks for everything they've done. Uh, but listen, I get down to the show. You still have a couple more days left. Um, it takes a couple days to go through it, but you know if you're, I you know I guess let me backstep here, and they have the show broken down into very uh, nice areas like there's an archery hall there's gun room there's um a boat room migratory a, foul yeah you, outdoor, predator outdoor lifestyle yeah predator calls and like everything's all kind of like broken up into your specialty so if you don't care you know one for one place or another you can get through the show in one day you know just pick your favorites and roll but to anyway g- get down to the show it's epic it's awesome, and uh, we love this time of year. Amen. Yeah. Well, after listening to that, I, I've got to get two jobs now, two extra jobs, just to pay for all these trips that I want to go on and all these gadgets I want to buy and firearms. And <laughs> they, they bring them in full force. It's hard not to. You know, I'm glad they don't do the show like in November, right before Christmas. <laughs> that or around <laughs> that would be dangerous. Tax return time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. If it was. I, uh, April fifteenth. It'd be. I gotta figure out where I'm gonna put all this stuff and how I'm gonna make it to all these trips I just booked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, just don't, just don't tell the wife. Yeah. No, maybe uh, give Clay Potts a call. I'm sure he's retired. He'll, he'll go with you. <laughs> all, yeah, all right, guys. I I get Clay to come. Yeah. He's a good guy. All right. Thank you guys for calling in and, uh, you know, stealing a little bit of Stevie and Sean's thunder. Um, We're looking forward to another couple days here. We're going to get after it. Thanks again for listening. All right. Thanks for the opportunity. I appreciate it, guys. Have a good evening. All right. Yep. Have a good one. Peace. Bye. Hey, guys. Peace out. I love you. Thanks for listening to the Rut and River Pursuits podcast. Follow the R2 Pro Staff by searching Rut and River Pursuits on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
Until the next episode, we need to see you in the outdoors.